MSW Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to. I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! This is where you send us the stupid to idiotoftheweekweekweek at gmail.com, and then we mock them. And it's so exciting. It's so thrilling. It's it's, 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 it's inspiring. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Heartwarming. All those things. We want to remind you to listen to all the fabulous podcasts at sexyliberal.com and at MSW Media. And because it's just, you know, a wonderful way to help us create this very progressive community and support it. So if you can, please listen to other podcasts and support this podcast by sharing it on social media and telling people what you like about it. Absolutely. It's how we show up for each other. It's how we resist. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And we also want to say thank you to those of you who have recently become Patreons and thank you to those of you who have been our OGs. Thank you so much. Thank you. Patreon is an excellent way to support artists and creators, and we are so grateful to you for, in fact, supporting us. So thank you. Yes, yes. And, you know, for that support, you get three micro idiots a week, and they are hysterical. Sometimes they're short and sweet. Sometimes they are journeys. Did you say that I get three? Yes, you do get three, Angela. You get three micro idiots. Is that three micro idiots? Yes. Well, yes. there must be literally hundreds of them by now. I will never have a day without laughter again. That's true. That's true. Wow, those those uh, marketing books are really paying off. <laughs> They're really paying off. off. They're really. Thank you. I'm really. I'm. I'm a network later, so I got some steps for that. I got some steps ready for my networking later. But yeah, I'm so excited about this unique opportunity. Thank you, Frangela. Yes. And then you can also get a specialized cameo from That's us. That's right. You can get a cameo. That's a message for us. Not a commercial. Okay, not look. Not a commercial. Not a commercial, y'all. It's not a commercial. You cannot use cameo to get us to do a McDonald's commercial. Okay? That is not how it works. I know, I know, I know it looks like you can buy us for a price, but you've got to buy us for more than that. Okay. Yeah, what is it? Fifteen, twenty dollars? <laughs> come on. I don't even think that's street prices. Oh my god. And we have to this is we get we've gotten this request, so I'm not making this up. Yes. We've gotten it more than once, too. Yes, yes, for major companies. So also you can always catch us on the third hour of the Stephanie <laughs> Miller show. It's been, a, it's been a really hard day, y'all. It's been a re- let me tell you. First of all, okay, let's 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 be real. Let's be real. Let's, let's be, be real. real for a minute. Let's Frasier be real. had a rough day today, y'all. We had a rough day today. <laughs> like a, a sad and black rough day. <laughs> sad I mean, black. I've been rough slapped day. with blackness today in a way <laughs> that I Ooh. just don't know how I'm gonna get through. But you know what's Ooh. wonderful about the shit day. Is that we get to do this podcast and this podcast, and I'm not kidding. It's cleansing. 
is Clint brings me fucking joy. Okay. So thank you for listening because then that makes and, and supporting us because without you, we're just crazy people. Yes. <laughs> in a room yes. talking just, about we're stupid we're people. Just in a corner going, <laughs> stupid people, stupid people, stupid people. And so you, you make this possible. And you today are saving countless people from harm. I cannot tell you how many people you're let this bitch get a flight to England. I'm just saying <laughs> you are saving people. If they ain't got seats on that flight, I'm, uh, I'm getting naked on the wing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my right. titties flapping in the air, and I'm mm-hmm. flying too, okay? Mm-hmm. So, okay. thank you for listening and for supporting and for telling other people too. It really is helpful if you let other people know on social media about this podcast. <laughs> I don't know how much longer we have before we completely lose it, so tell people to get in now. Get in now. Oh, also, speaking of getting in now, we want to encourage you. If you have a favorite uh, idiot of the week, micro idiot, idiot of yes, the week. Yes, any story. Any, any idiot story. story. If you would, send us a link to that to that particular podcast and tell us what time your favorite story comes up and tell us why you like it, why it's your favorite. Yeah. And, um, and we are looking at putting together a compilation of fan favorites. So you can do that and you can send it to us at idiot of the week, 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 week at gmail.com. And even if you don't remember what podcast is from, if you can remember the story, we'll even yeah. take that. Yeah. We can, we can re Google, we can go try to find the story and, you know, um, but yeah, so think about it. Ones that tickle you, ones you've tried to tell other people and been like, I swear it's true. Uh, Mm. just let us know, or you can write to frangela08 at gmail.com also. Thank you. This first idiot is from Pam. Pam A. Thank you. I was going to call it a project. Uh, <laughs> I, was call it, I didn't know what I was talking about. A project. I'm telling you, it's been a rough day. It's been a rough it's day. It's been a really it's been a rough, rough day. day. It's a been a rough really, day. Really, really rough. If you've been waiting to do something special for us, stop waiting. <laughs> Today is the day. Today is the day. Today is the day. Thank you, Pam A. Thank you. I love you. Pam A, I love you. Thank you, Pam A. We love you so much. Thank you. All of you. Okay. The title is Burn, Baby Burn. Woman claimed invisible husband torched her apartment. Woo! This is Boynton Beach, Florida. Okay. 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 Okay, a woman from Boynton Beach (laughs) (laughs) told police her invisible husband. (laughs) Let's stop and and, and just. You want to stop for a minute? Yeah, let's appreciate it. You know what? Let's take a mental health pause. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because I need that motherfucker. I need this a bitch who need a mental health pause. Just a little ding. Okay. invisible husband yes lord to me if i'm the police officer, this is what i envision in my head the police officers got their little pad out and they're like okay what's your name okay so what (laughs) and she says you say you be her saying it okay but this uh, it's my place on my, my invisible husband he set the place on fire okay the minute she said invisible husband i took my pen and i put it down <laughs> i stopped writing 
Okay. Because the minute you say my invisible, it doesn't fuck the matter what, my invisible husband, my whatever the noun is, well, the minute you said that, this is no longer something I need to record because this is crazy. Did you ever have an invisible friend as a child? No. I, I know did. you did. But I did. Wasn't yours, was, didn't you have a friend, Mike, wasn't Michael Jackson? Michael yeah. Jackson. Michael Jackson was my invisible friend. You know? <laughs> What I like about you is that you traded up. Like most people would just have, you know, like Tony or Joe, but you were like, no, no, my invisible friend is the king of pop. Boom. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> police. I was, I was four years old when Michael Jackson was my invisible friend. Uh, police arrested 61 year old Paul, 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 on a charge of arson. She's 61 years old. How, this is my thing. How you 61, you still got invisible friends? Be they be they friends or husbands, lovers? Well, you know, what's okay. interesting about this is I believe what we've stumbled upon is a little known area of psychiatry called age makes a difference. Mm. And this is an area that normally you think, huh, but this is where this comes up. When your four-year-old ass said, I got to go invite my invisible friend, Michael Jackson, everybody went, Oh, that's so cute and sweet. That's look at her, her invisible friend is Michael Jackson. She's so cool. When you say it at 61, people go, she missed her meds. Where is her caretaker? That's yes. a whole different thing. And what I don't know is what I need to hear is that Paula just had a she's just having some kind of episode. Because if I find out she's had an invisible friend up until 61, that there wasn't a, a period of time in there where she was, you know, getting care or okay or something. If, if people have allowed this to go on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, the call came initially, after, came in after 2 a.m., which that's that an appropriate sense. time. That's absolutely that appropriate time. Sense. As a suspicious incident at the complex, okay? Mm-hmm. According to the arrest report, witnesses say that they saw a woman <laughs> throwing things off her balcony on the fourth floor yelling, burn, baby, burn! They say they saw flames coming from her apartment with the smoke detector going off. Here's my problem with also now I feel like the invisible friend has a defamation case. Yes. Thank you. Because she was screaming, burn, baby, burn. Not the invisible friend. Thank you. Thank you. The first officers on the scene entered the apartment. According to the arrest report, officers found her with a large lighter in her hand. And what was she doing? And a fire burning in her living room. <laughs> Let me tell you something about detectiveness and detectivery. Detectivation. <laughs> it, this isn't detectivery. If you walk in and see the person holding the weapon and you see the crime, guess what? We're done detecting. Yes. <laughs> and you know, you know who wasn't holding it? An invisible motherfucking friend. That's who wasn't holding it. Was it floating in the air? No, it was in her hand. Police evacuated the building. Officers even had to help a wheelchair-bound neighbor to safety. Kalkoff told officers her invisible husband, and he has a name, y'all, George, started the fire and that he flew away afterwards. (laughs) Okay, 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 no. (laughs) You don't get an invisible friend and he can fly. Like... He's already invisible. He can't have another superpower. Greedy. Totally. 
you know, I mean, it, it, that's just like George. Just like it George. It is just like George. Just start some shit, start some shit, and then jet. Yep. Yep. That is totally George. He's a punk. He is an ILS mofo. That's who he is. <laughs> ILS means I love shit. Um, she said she screamed, burn, baby, burn, because she wanted her husband to burn. I don't believe that. Now, I'd like to stop and go, she has a husband. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> okay. Who isn't? Because I know what you were thinking. Is that the invisible friend? But it isn't because the invisible friend is George. Th- there is a human being. Yes. Who she was married to her. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. now. And I have friends, I have some friends who are lovely people. They single and they don't want to be single. How? <laughs> how? I want to know how. Well, know. first of all, you got to get yourself an invisible husband. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't say he invisible in this. I don't think he's invisible. I think she's dating the visible again. Totally. totally. <laughs> so this is the most important line of this story coming up. up. Cockoff also said her apartment was filled with fentanyl and she wanted it to burn as well. Now, and here we go. Yeah. Full circle. <laughs> Crux of the fucking biscuit, Angela. It's an, it's an omnum, Omnirosa omnibus. <laughs> okay. Omnirosa omnibus. It's a snake eating its own tail. It's an Omarosa omnibus. It's, it's, it's fentanyl eating itself. <laughs> like, literally, once you, again, once you say the word fentanyl, I put my pen down. And I go, okay. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you something. I don't want to, I mean, of course, I never want to be in a situation where I need to be prescribed fentanyl, but I am terrified of that drug now. I don't think a doctor could get me to take that shit. No. <laughs> no. I'm like, no. no. Either kills people or drives them crazy exactly exactly you know when my mother had cancer this over 16 almost 16 years ago well yeah at least 16 years ago they would send her home with these patches on and i had no idea how strong it that was before they got popular you know but oh my goodness oh my goodness i will never do that drug never ever never 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 dangerous okay next up this uh, was sent to us. We didn't have a name for you, but your email says find you within. So that's what I'm going to call you. Hey, fine. Thank you. Thank you. You want to read it, Angela? Oh, sure. Two men bring. I'm sorry. <laughs> hmm. Two men bring dead body to post office in pension scheme. <laughs> Yep. I just, I just, uh, okay. An investigation has begun. I should hope so. <laughs> After claims that the body of a dead man was taken into Irish post office in an attempt to claim his pension. Yes. Reports suggest that a deceased pensioner was propped up by two men as his body was carried into the building in County Carlo. According to Irish Times, it is said that the two men, quote unquote, dropped the body <laughs> and fled when staff questioned them. <laughs> it is so, it's worse than Weekend at Bernie's. At okay, least, this at, is the- they, at least they attached Bernie to themselves. 
I have to tell you too, the fact that they somehow thought there wouldn't be a single question and they weren't ready for questions, it's amazing to me. But not, this is why they're an idiot for me. It was already a bad idea, right? But when yeah. you bring in the dead body, the fact is, I don't know how high they were, but again, another drug I don't want to do. I don't know what, what they're on, but it was long enough or they are that stupid to think that you could bring in a dead body. Nobody would notice it was dead. Nobody would care why or how this person died. And they wouldn't ask you a single question. They just, what, hand you his pension check? Is yeah. that what they thought was going to happen? Oh, you they want us like, to prove you know oh, 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 okay. So let me tell you. That, yes, they thought that. Okay. So <laughs> the Irish police, which is called uh, Garda, mm-hmm. uh, a spokesman would not comment on the specifics of the incident that happened at the post office. All right. But here's somebody else talking about it. They said that a post mortem will be conducted mm-hmm. and uh, the results of which will determine the course of the investigation. The Irish Times said that it understood that a concerned staff member. <laughs> concerned in quote inquired about the well-being of the man being propped up when the group approached the post office counter so because because he wasn't moving his feet they were understand they were joke they were dragging him (laughs) to the window next drag 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 next drag so by the time they get to the window, <laughs> the, the, the person working there is like, hey, um, is he okay? Literally, that's what they're saying is that they went, is he okay? And the two men look at each other, drop the body and run. Yes. Yes. And when the staff went to check on the elderly man, they were shocked to discover that he was dead. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you something. I know I don't work there, but they don't get a lot of dead people there. I know they don't. <laughs> So according to Irish Times, they reported that a man had called in to the post office in Carlisle to, and asked to collect the, the, the pension on behalf of an elderly man. So mm-hmm. the first thing that happened, see, they didn't start here, Angela, okay? You're going to be tempted, as I was when I read that, to think, oh, okay, well, they called. You're going to be tempted if don't. They're dumber than you think. Mm-hmm. So- they called and they were like, hey, can we get the pension of this old man? And that request was <laughs> refused as staff told the person on the phone that the pensioner had to had to be present. Now, this is, I put this on the, on the post office, okay? I put this shit on the post office because they said that the pensioner had to be present. In yes, order to release the money. And what did these people do? They produced the pensioner. That's called producing. Okay, here's the problem. I'd like to thank the Callie Herletsky method for, 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 for supporting this episode of a video of the week. Um, let me be clear about something. You you were right in this way. I seriously doubt, and in no way does it suggest in this article, that they specified that that pincher had to also be alive. <laughs> no, they did not say that. When they, in fairness to the dumbasses. <laughs> and what did my friends do? They produced the pincher. Oh, they're your friends? <laughs> they're your friends now. They produ- and they they absolutely did what they were asked to do. They produced him. 
A short time later, after the phone call, two men arrived back with a man aged in his 60s who, quote unquote, collapsed, i.e. was dead in the first place in the post office. Now they're saying this is my favorite part here. This is a quote. Detectives are now investigating if the man was already dead when he was brought to the post office. <laughs> so understand. I, I'm going to tell you something. I don't want to go to, I don't want to go to the post office in Ireland. I can tell you that right the fuck yeah, now. Because right. yeah, apparently people die in there enough that that's a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know what? These, how long are their lines? Like, I just want to know, like what, to the point where that's a distinct possibility that he died of natural causes while in line. Mm-hmm. With two guys. Who asked if they could get his check without him? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. You gotta look at your uh, wait times. <laughs> I mean, something wrong. Something wrong. wrong. That should be something that is impossible. But here's my thing. Do not blame these men. They did <laughs> what they were told. Okay. They. You know what? I have to say. As far as we can, I know, they did not specify that that person needed to be alive. You're absolutely Thank you. right. Thank you, Angela. Next. <laughs> this is from JFS. Thank you. Impotent man's partner accidentally deploys insulation foam inside of his urethra during sex act. I have to quibble with throw a fucking flag down on accidentally deploys. Thank you. I would like to second that flag. Like, no, no, because why did you have the goddamn fix the flat in your hand (laughs) near his, near his penis? In his dick, not near his penis, in his dick. They accidentally deployed a straw in his dick. And then it was an accident when you utilized it? I don't think so. Don't piss on my head and tell me it's raining. Do you know how many shit, how many th- tubes of shit that wouldn't have been like this you could have put in your, if you were just using the tube as a tube? That's there right. There are a million ways to go, but you chose Fix the Flat. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if it was that brand. It might not have been that brand, but there's some kind of sealant. Some kind of sealant. Here's the thing. Hell, I mean, that's a plain old swizzle stick. You can go get, go down to the local bar and get one of those. Thank you. You. So I really hope that the problem here is that we know that this person is stupid. So yeah. it's probably the thing I hope for probably isn't true, which is that that they're both lying and and to the uh, to the people, you know, to the authority mm-hmm. doctors or whoever. And because, to themselves. Yeah, because I need I need to not believe that anybody actually believed this. That like the guy that who had it happen to him, if he believes for one boo boo, if you're listening, I don't know what our numbers are like there, but where where is this? This is America. It doesn't say where though. What state? That's interesting. It doesn't say what state. Um, excuse me. I think I I I don't know, but I need to know that this man believe either believes it was an accident, like in a childlike, adorable way, that bespeaks of somebody who is a softer heart than I, or. <laughs> I need to know that he knows he's lying. <laughs> okay. Because this is not an accident. It's not an accident. An American man may never hear this, everybody, before you start thinking, oh, fix a flat. Take the, take the fix a flat Dixie stick straw out your dick <laughs> right, right now. now. 
right now. And, take that straw out your dick. We'll wait. Yes. <laughs> okay. An American man may never be able to use his penis again after his partner, quote unquote, accidentally sprayed expanding foam up his urethra in a sex act going, you can't just call that going wrong. No, in fact, it went right. It went the right way it was supposed to go. You, you put some concrete in your dick and your dick got filled with concrete. Bam, plan achieved. Yep. Yep, the 45-year-old patient had to have a new opening cut between his scrotum and his anus to urinate. He is peeing, he is pissing out of his taint. The man okay. is pissing out of his, out of his taint. His taint. And here's the deal. I am not in any way are we making light of impotence or any sexual, no. you know, just whatever, like, these things are hard. They're real issues. People, it's hard and difficult to deal with, and it can be embarrassing. But this part, I need to tell you, you gotta, you gotta dump this partner. You gotta. <laughs> this person is not is not partner material. They aren't friend material. No. This person is not good for you. This relationship is not good for you. Please do not stay with this person. The foam hardened and became anchored to his pain. Hear me. The foam. The, it got so hard. That they had to cut a hole in his tank, y'all. <laughs> but that's what the product does. The tank, let me tell you something about the tank. Let's talk about the tank real quick. Okay. We're gonna have some okay. tank talk. Okay. Okay. Read it. The tank is a soft area. It does, yeah. the tank ain't hurt yeah. nobody. No. It ain't bothering nobody. No. It you know, it don't it usually don't get no attention. No, okay. it's just it's just it's not here nor there. You it's know, not, and it, it, it ain't here, no, it ain't there. No, it's not demanding. It's not. Those other two areas are very demanding. <laughs> it is surrounded by nothing but demands, but it is always, it just shows up. It just does its job. It provides a demarcation line, a DMZ, a border. That's what it, it does its job. You fucked with it. <laughs> okay. The unidentified man who had been struggling with impetus, which we have a lot of compassion for, had been you inserting various objects oh. into the opening of his penis during sex to stay erect. So this wasn't his first foray down the urethra, okay? Mm -hmm. And what that says to me, what this says to me is this probably wasn't the first time they used the phone. But this is the time that the phone got mad and took back the night. Okay? I, mean, I guarantee you that there's other things, and then they came up with, well, what about this? This is what it does is keep something hard, that which was yep. very stupid of them. Yep. But I'm sure when they used toothpaste or whatever it was in the past, maybe it stung, but he didn't, you know, there was no damage. They, but mm -hmm. here's my thing. What I believe this story is, it is an argument for socialized medicine because the pro we have two problems in this country. One, an overly parochial sort of old attitudes about sex and, yes. and an unwillingness to talk about serious issues of sex and, and, and um, all, it, all of that, all of those issues out of this, some sort of, you know, really, really reactive, pre you know, backward thinking or um, prudishness in our culture. And also people can't, you can't get, I don't know if you don't have insurance or certainly if you don't, if, if your insurance is not, you know, premium yeah you may not i don't know that you get these kind of services yeah. you know so um to me that is the that my big takeaway besides do we have to start 
Do we have to start taking down people's ID when they buy shit like Fix the Flat? Do we yep. have to start having somebody call people and go, hey, I noticed I just saw on my computer. Hey, this is Keisha. Uh, I work with Watching Out For You. Yeah, it's a government agency. Look, we just noticed you just bought some uh, Fix the Flat. You're not going to put that in your dick, is you? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was planning on it. Yeah, no, please don't do that. It's really bad. Let me send you, I'm going to send you some pictures of what happened to this man's dick. That, who did it? That, I text, you see him? Oh, see those shit. Pictures? oh yeah shit. don't please don't please don't do it thank you and thank the biden administration for this service <laughs> like, yes at some point the man's unidentified partner which that's not fair accidentally no. hit the button on the top of the pan deploying the foam inside of his penis let me say let's stop here let's stop i need i need everybody i need everything to fucking stop mm. So mm-hmm. you mean to tell me you got a partner, mm-hmm. right? And y'all having sex, right? Or you about to have sex. You've got the, the straw end <laughs> of a can in mm-hmm. their penis with the can still attached. But mm-hmm. you accidentally, you accidentally hit the, no. That's no, no, that's bullshit. That's this bullshit. This is some bullshit. There are. This is not an accident. <laughs> There's nothing accidental about it. Nothing. <laughs> the question is, how complicit was the victim? That is my exactly. question. Exactly. Well, it says here, the 45-year-old and his partner had been inserting objects into his penis in a misguided. Misguided is not a big enough Oh, that word. is kind. <laughs> that is kind. That is attempt. To treat his erectile dysfunction. You know what? I want to pause here. Angela and I had uh, an idea for a screenplay many, many years ago, over 10 years ago, called Dr. Me. Yes. And we stopped it because after um, the ACA got, we thought that, okay, after the ACA got passed, that we wouldn't have to do this. But it was all about how people doctor on themselves. Right, because you know? they don't have, because we didn't have insurance. Because we didn't have insurance. And so in his quote unquote misguided attempt to uh, treat his erectile dysfunction, but their efforts went hor- horrifically wrong when they used the straw connected to a can of weatherproofing foam. And then when I tell you the amounts of the foam that they pulled out of his body. Oh my God. It's so, it is, it is so, because you think about that stuff, like think about how quickly it comes out and just expands. Like if I've used products like this before and it is, it's one of those amazing, you're like, Ooh, like what happened to, what happened to testing a strand? Exactly. What happened to that concept, Francis? That you don't even, you're not, and I know we all have done it, but you know, when you open that dye pack, it's just, it's just for dyeing your fucking hair. It has nothing inserted into your body. And it's like to make sure you test a patch yeah, before you actually deploy this entire process, because it might be bad. You might, you might not like it. It might not work. People stop, stop, stop. Unless there is no aisle at CVS for, um, how to insert things in your penis. I no. need you to, to treat your penis with the same care you would treat your allergies. I'm telling <laughs> okay. you, and I just want to go back up to the top here uh, really quickly. It, what, let me tell you something. Some of that foam is still trapped inside this man's yeah, penis. Yeah, they couldn't get it all out. They couldn't. It proved too hard to remove them out of the penis, so doctors instead opted to remove them by cutting a hole inside of the man's perineum. Okay. 
And this man, again, may never be able to use his penis again. For anything. For nothing. Okay. If he wants to have sex, he's going to have it through his perineum. Doctors made an extra hole. Ah! He's got an extra fucking hole. Oh, oh, people, please stop. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, please stop hurting oh yourself. There's enough, there's enough out here to hurt you. Don't join the team. And one last thing: urologists who detailed the incident said that the man waited three weeks. <sighs> To seek medical attention, he only went into treatment after finding it increasingly sore and difficult to urinate, which says to me that that packing foam had been there. Had They've been using it. Yeah, it's... it's... They've been using it. <sighs> By the time he arrived at the hospital, he was passing blood, y'all. It's just not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Let me tell you something about it. The day we have it, this is not okay. It's not this is okay. not okay. I I really can't. This <laughs> next idiot is from Angela. This is from me because this shit had me rolling at like five thirty a.m. today. Before, back before this day turned into the shit show that it did. <laughs> like back when I was happy. <laughs> this, <laughs> back now, I smell old Angela all over this. Wow, that she, was an, I, I remember that Angela. Happy Angela. <laughs> I liked her. She was not not murdery. Not murdery Angela. <laughs> Remember that before she stabbed everybody who looked at her twice? Wow, oh, wow, were, wow. That was a nice before version. We lost Francis too. <laughs> yeah, we lost her just a few hours later. Yep, yep, yep. It was a hard day. Um, Miami, Miami bound. bound. Please, you do it. You do it. You oh. do it. Miami bound luxury cruise diverts to Bahamas to avoid arrest <laughs> by feds. <laughs> a luxury oh. cruise. I love it. I love it. I was like, wait, the whole ship? The whole did ship. When I read the headline, I was like, did everybody have a warrant? I don't know. Like, what kind of, was this one of those, like, one of those, like, what? what is it? Not British Royal or Royal, what is the Viking? Was this yeah, like, yeah. one day is like, Viking, I got a warrant tours? Like, I don't know what. Like, did, did they just tour around fucking, like, what's that prison? Um that they closed in San Francisco. Alcatraz. What's that? <laughs> like, is this some sort of Alcatraz cruise line? Everybody's a criminal. Like, what the fuck? No. No. I can't. Okay. A luxury cruise ship carrying hundreds of passengers. <laughs> hundreds. Bound for Miami. Diverted to the Bahamas in order to avoid arrest tied to unpaid fuel bills totaling more than $1.2 million. Okay. Let me tell you about the two systems of justice we have in this country. Okay. When black people commit crimes, if this were uh, if this were black people, right? Totally. Let me tell you how this would be called um man with possible gang affiliations. Totally. <laughs> okay. Totally. Steals entire cruise ship, kidnaps, viciously kidnaps hundreds of passengers to avoid arrest for stolen, embezzling, and stealing money from gas from their gas pills. Yeah. But when it's these people, the words we choose are diverted. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something, Francis. If you on a cruise ship 
and you supposed to be getting off of Miami and you go to the Bahamas, do you feel diverted? <laughs> no. Or do you feel motherfucking kidnapped? Kidnapped. I feel stolen. I feel, wait a minute, I'm black and I, I mean, from a boat. Okay. Thank you. Hundreds, they kidnapped hundreds of people. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. And then to avoid arrest, avoid? No, yes. resisting, fleeing. Like, come the fuck on. Unpaid fuel bills? That's stealing gas. Yes. <laughs> Here's the thing. Also, for me, I go, why? You know, if it were somebody else, feds would have flown in on a, on a on a helicopter and landed on that boat. If there was one Negro with too many unpaid parking tickets, there's a definite chance they would have pulled that fucking over. Okay. They would be like, wait, Leroy Washington's on that cruise? Leroy? Leroy who owes $373.58 in unpaid parking tickets? Oh, hell no. Stop that ship. Stop that ship. I mean. Yes. The I was living reading this. The Crystal Symphony, okay, was due to dock in South Florida after a two-week cruise in the Caribbean. But instead of returning stateside, it docked in the Bahamian port of Bimini. The detour was prompted by a lawsuit filed against Crystal Cruise's parent company, Genting Hong Kong. Yeah, Peninsula Petroleum Far East alleged that the company, which also owns Star Cruises, so if you're on a Star Cruise, get off as soon as you can. Okay. Uh, Breached its maritime contract by failing to pay a combined $4.6 million in fuel bills when taking uh, into account the money allegedly owed for all its cruise operators, according to the claim. So apparently, when you do this uh, with a cruise ship, with a ship, there is a under law they can take the ship yeah right yeah they can hold the ship u.s district a judge issued a warrant for the ship's arrest the ship's arrest the The ship's ship's arrest arrest. understand like what's that horror film where the ship is alive and it keeps making people ghost ship it's motherfucking ghost ship okay (laughs) they're like we are arresting ghost ship Okay, yep. not not the men or women or whoever it is who owns this company, not no. the board of directors, the ship. Now, and that's what they're really doing is they're holding the asset. But they the, every attempt is made to stay away from that kind of languaging. Mm-hmm. But in any case, so um, when they so they did what anybody would do, waiting for a cruise ship, they went to where it was supposed to dock and waited. Right. Somebody tipped them off. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, went boop, 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 boop. Hey, hey, girl, Janine, this is this is Tommy. I'm, hey I'm out the dock. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Look, don't 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 come here. Don't dock the ship. I'm, I'm about to pull in right now. No, <laughs> girl, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. We, we're not going to Miami. Change your course. Change your course. We're going to the Miami. We're diverting. <laughs> We're diverting. Do, 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 do. I mean, a spokesperson for the Crystal Cruise was told. Spokesperson, a fellow gang member from Crystal Gang Cruises, told the Post that passengers were given accommodations on the ship on Saturday night when they docked, and that 300 guests were later transferred to Port Everglades. But here's my thing: I didn't, I didn't sign up to travel with Port Everglades. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. This is called. They released some hostages. Yes. That's what. 
they released some hostages probably because they didn't have enough people to watch everybody. Because what happens to your cruise ship if somebody gets hurt while you've diverted them? Yes, yes, yes. You're already, I hope all these people sue the shit out of these motherfuckers because this is insane to me. Yes, the cruise line also arranged ground tra- transportation to local airports as well. They as keep saying this shit like it matters. And they yeah. were still, they never, they don't know how many people were on the ship. They don't know. And there's no, they have no idea. Plus, understand that all the people who work on that ship were also kidnapped. That's right. That's right. Uh, somebody who was aboard the ship said, It's the one, a musician. Yeah. A musician. And he said that the captain informed passengers that Jinting uh, Hong Kong had gone into liquidation and the ship would cease sailing once it reached Miami. Passengers were told they needed to disembark and make their own way home. Um, uh, that is okay. That's some bullshit. So this, I guess this guy, this guy was a musician on the ship and he said, would you, but this is a quote from him, I think on his social media. Would you believe me if I told you that yesterday, Friday, the night of my second show, after all arrangements had been set for flights, car hire, et cetera, by all disembarking passengers and crew, we were notified by the captain that the ship was no longer sailing to Miami. It was instead diverting, diverting to Bimini, uh, is it, how do you say it, Bimini, um, mm-hmm. in the Bahamas, where we could arrive tomorrow. We would arrive tomorrow, Sunday, and disembark from there. Yeah, that's, yeah, because that's not how that works. You don't no. get on something, look. Uh, this has happened to me. I was going to okay. say, what happened to you? We were in New York during that ice storm and we had flown JetBlue. This is the, the storm that ended JetBlue for a while. Um, and and they literally were like, and Frances had to leave earlier, so she missed this part of it. But like, I'm there and they were literally like, okay, well, we're no longer flying to Burbank. I was like, but, uh, you, fl- you flew me out from Burbank. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, but we don't go there anymore. I'm like, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do that till you've, Till this contract is over, right? You can't. <laughs> but, but this contract's still open. See, this see, is still I'm here. open. I'm, I'm in New York. York. I'm three thousand miles away. You from... haven't even, you haven't c- carried out any part of your part of this part of the deal yet. No, you can't. Well, oh, we changing. This was not the time to negotiate where I landed. That's that's over. And I didn't say, you know, whatever works for you. Like it wasn't a whatever works for you ticket. I don't know if those exist, but I would I expect to pay a lot less for it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Dude, these people literally, they how fucking crazy is it that they and I don't know how they talk this cat like because I don't are these people at all liable, like the captain, etc. Like, you mm-hmm. didn't how do you talk that person into turning the ship around and going like I'm like find this fascinating. Yep. Let's Let's review. We had burn, baby, burn. The woman claimed her invisible husband torched her apartment and her fentanyl. Right. Two men bringing a dead body to the post office in a pension scheme. Yes. We've got an impotent man's partner accidentally deploys insulation foam inside of his urethra during a sex act. And last, the Miami-bound luxury cruise diverts to the Bahamas to avoid arrest by pets. You know where I gotta go. You put you put insulation foam inside your dick, and now you can't use your dick no more. Yeah. And now your poor your your poor taint has to do double duty. Taint is gonna work like a runaway slave. Like I'm telling you. I mean, 
I, I, I'm going to tell you for me, it was a little bit, I was, I was tempted to go with the two men who brought the dead body (laughs) and because for me, but this is the thing in a way they should win because it seems truly, truly stupid, but there's a part of me that believes that nobody's as much as I've done this. And as much as jaded as I may be, there's a part of me that still finds it difficult to believe that anybody is this stupid. And so I have to believe that there are some heavy, heavy drugs involved in this interaction. <laughs> like, and so I got to go with fix, fix a dick because look for instance, there was a time in this country. Angela, there was a time. There was a time in this country when, you know, people, they might Google things I can put in my dick. Mm. or impotence yes. or all sorts of things and they might try some herbs you know so, oh, eat, eat some dick thistle or whatever the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's always some kind of thistle dick or, or pollen dick, dick thistle. pollen thistle. you know what Angela there was a time in this country when Weekend at Bernie's was a fucking movie thank you not a reality show not a life plan okay <laughs> there was a time in this country there was a time in this country when when if you owed some money, okay, okay, maybe you avoided the calls, you hid out a little bit, you didn't respond to things, maybe you even tried to block them. And then if they did happen to catch you, you'd be like, look, you try to do a payment arrangement. But what you didn't do was kidnap hundreds of people <laughs> and steal them. That's crazy. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the week. Week, 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 week. Thank you again uh, for all of your support and thank you. We love you, Laura. <laughs>